Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast. Thank you, Laban. Grateful to be here. Glad to uh, be part of this process. Well, Callan, I'm going to start off with a, a doozy, a challenging question which we have not done any rehearsing for <laughs> at all. What does the name Steve Hardison mean to you? Steve Hardison is someone I've known for a few years and his wife, Amy. He is uh, known as the ultimate coach, uh, representative of the idea that those who have experienced him consider that to be the ultimate experience in that regard. What I know about him from being with him, from listening to him talk, I attended a concert with him. Uh, we sat in the front row <laughs> together. Um, he is always present in the moment, at least in my experience, even at that concert. He's, he's doing the thing that he's doing here now. That's it. So be with you or watch his concert or everything being there. And that intensity of being and focus is palpable. You can see and feel and participate in that total focus and presence. Uh, he is a person who responds spontaneously to inspiration, intuition that he has, guidance by the spirit, to call someone, to visit with someone, to say something to someone, and he says it in the kindest and most direct way possible always with the intention for growth and love. And uh, I'm also quite certain that he is uh, human and part of the same foibles that all of us have, but has intentionally focused his work on himself and the love that he chooses to carry and radiate. Uh, is, he's a conduit. I use in my own sets of I am statements, Conduit of power is something I regularly talk about, and that is, is I believe and see that in operation, both in reading the vignettes in the book, uh, the coach book, and in my own experience watching him. And I know many of the people that are the vignettes in the book, not all of them, but many, and have, have had those conversations with them too. And so he's a loving person, he's a kind person, he's a person who is focused on helping people be the best they can be, to live into their divine gifts, before we were talking about that, and to, to be all in with whoever they are, because that's really what we are here to do, is to be all that we are instead of not. So that's, uh, I could go on probably, but that's, that's good. We'll just do that. <laughs> well, it's, it's a fabulous response, and and. And uh, I'm really glad I, I had the courage to, to put you on the spot because I think you're right. You could go on for a long time. And I, the beautiful thing about this podcast, Callan, is that it, it reaches people that have not been exposed to, to 
Steve Hardison and, and everything that's involved with Steve Hardison. And my next question is for someone that might be just listening to this podcast as their first ever experience of learning about Steve Hardison, the ultimate coach, what's, what's one piece of advice that you could give to put them in the direction of where they should start on this journey? That's an easy question, and thanks for asking it. And I want to say this, and that's this. Look, people can create. They do create. Each person they interact with any way they want to. Like they look at someone and say they're arrogant, or they look at someone and say whatever. And, and from those creations, we wear lenses and we filter everything that we hear or see or experience with that person. And so someone who has a book written about him called The Ultimate Coach, and there's a lot of people in there that wax effusive and so forth. And so someone could, who doesn't know any of this stuff and reads this book or jumps, stumbles on this group the first time, could think, well, who is this pretentious SOB that somebody writes and slobbers about all this stuff? My deepest advice is just set that crap aside. Just for your own good, don't allow your previous sets of judgment to, cam to contaminate just the pure experience. Just allow the expressions there to be what they are instead of thinking of reasons that they're not what they are. Just participate with your spirit, your higher self fully. I think that's why Steve said at the front and back or the front and inside cover and on the back cover, don't read this book about me. You know, and I say this to people, and I think I've heard Steve say it too, when I say stuff to people that might sound some way, I say, look, you can create me any way you want, and, and you will, but this is a true thing, and then say whatever that thing is, and Steve is a true guy, and his effort and his intent are pure, and to the extent you create some barrier between yourself and that experience, that's going to be your loss, because you have filtered out things that you could otherwise have. So my deepest, most loving, heartfelt advice is put the noises away. Turn that off. Turn that crap off. That's this radio station that won't help you in your own personal development. And I say that not so that you become a raving fan of Hardison or any of his devotees. I say it so that you can truly tune into the truth of who you are and accept the invitation to read the book, enjoy the experiences, and let it spark the wonder in you about who the heck you are. That's pretty good, Cal. <laughs> That's a great advice. It's it's like the my my foray into Steve was through being told by multiple people, Joe Perone, Chris Doris, Alan D. Thompson to watch the Deuce Latouille video. And it took a few prompts to eventually watch it. And I, and that was one of the most profound experiences of my 40, nearly 42 years on this planet. And I share it with people and I say to them, I, I say, this was a DNA-alteringly good experience. Now, that is at a danger of overhyping something. But I say to people, if you get 1% of what I experienced from that that two hours, 10 minutes, it'll be worth your while. What are your thoughts on that? There is, it is, it is a demonstration. So it is, uh, Steve begins it by saying, you know, I don't normally talk and, and, you know, all those disclaimers that he gives, but it is a raw, it is Steve 
being willing in that situation for those people that set that up to be as close as he can to a group as he is with an individual, to show up and tell a story about his own intuitions, his own spiritual guidance that he listened to, unfiltered, and gave first to the other guy and then to Deuce because he came over. And to, to, to share with that, with the audience and everybody now that watches the video, the invitation to put away the lenses, not about Steve, but about themselves. Who are you? Whether, they're, whether it has to do with the NFL or a care, being a caregiver or an author or whatever you are, like what would happen? This is the invitation. What would happen? If you put down all the filters and truly dove into the question, who the hell are you? And then come away with some answers and some picks, personal eternal commitment, you know, some choices. And here's the thing, the beautiful thing. When you make declarations, you don't need anybody's agreement. You don't need anybody's permission. The fundamental nature is this is you and your God, you and your creator making some choices about you make choices about what you're going to do with the sacred gifts, the sacred opportunity, and the sacred obligation that you agreed to before you came, and the, and the beautiful things that lay before you, even with the obstacles, barriers, hardballs, and everything else that you've had in life. This is your invitation an opportunity. So that's like reading the book. Watch the video with the filter off. Why? Because it's good for you. You're free to make up crap all you want about anything, whether it's Steve's video or book or anything else in life. But the invitation is, why would you do that? Why would you put water in the ice cream? Why would you dilute the good flavor that you can have? You a movie fan at all, Kellen? Uh, you know, there are certain movies that I like, and I've watched a few times. I wouldn't say that I'm a connoisseur. I've seen everything by no stretch. Have, have you ever seen a movie called The Butterfly Effect? No, but I'm very familiar with chaos theory and the whole butterfly effect and the flapping the wings here in a tornado in Kansas, the idea of chaos theory and complex systems. So, so uh, for, for people that haven't heard of the movie, it, it came out maybe maybe 20 years ago. And it was a, it's a horror movie and it's based on kind of what you're talking about there, the impact of one small deviation. And, and I was just, as you were sharing your, your uh, experience of what the name Steve Hardison means to you, I was thinking about how long the movie would be if you, if you created a movie based on the real life butterfly effect that Steve Hardison has had on the world. And I suspect it might go in, into the, thousands of years long because <laughs> there's been so many. And my, my question to you, Callum, is this, what is one butterfly effect of your experience with either Steve directly or something you've learned from Steve or someone that he's impacted that's, that's stuck out most to you? The, the creation of I am statements and documents is something I was working on before I knew or met Steve. Uh, I experienced him personally in a talk that I heard several years ago recite his, uh, his I am statement. It's different than the one in the book. And I suspect, like mine, it changes however often he feels like changing it. 
in a way that makes sense to him and elicits, elucidates the meaning and elicits more power is what I was stumbling to try to say. Uh, so my own statements have had a powerful impact and and lens, so they've become more powerful. And that's important for Kellen because there are two things. Since 14 years ago when my life abruptly changed and I went from raging wreck to raging success, I guess, as a person, right? And it wasn't an instant, it was a path. There's two things. One is an invincible morning ritual that allows me literally to create my day in the most powerful way possible, which is why I live in unquestioned and unequivocal joy all day long every day. And the other thing is the creation of the I am statements, and mine are a lot longer. Mine are like ten, eight pages, 10 pages, and they're in different fonts, and they say different things for different reasons and all that stuff. And I have a lot of fun with them, but I love them, and I'm kind of a dramatic cuss if you and the listeners haven't figured that out yet. So that, that butterfly effect in terms of helping me, influencing me to do those, even though I was working on them better, more fun, more meaningful, more dramatic, more impactful, more blood on the floor is the expression I use when you're all in. So that. That's brilliant. And, and for people that don't know you, Callum, what is it that you do? What do you, what do you focus on? What's your purpose? I'm the alchemist of the soul. I'm the ultimate catalyst for personal transformation. In a practical way, I provide energy, encouragement, example, and permission to end addiction to mediocrity, especially for people with massive hardballs from life thrown in the mix who have now put the foot down and said they will not be limited or defined by those things. So it's about who you're being. I mean, that's all that it ever is. People come for coaching. I'm a coach. Okay. And those other fancy sort of descriptions are, are articulations of language designed to elicit and evoke imagery and power. But the truth is the only thing that matters is the minute-to-minute choice of who you choose to be. Like the idea that you create your life is foreign when you first hear it. It is relatable as you work into it. It is instructive as you get deeper. And then it is generative and infinitely powerful when you truly understand it. And so it doesn't matter why people come for coaching. Within a very short period of time, it's clear that what we're working on that only matters is who you're choosing to be, that you have that choice and you can shape it. So that's Kellen in a sort of large nutshell. Well, you, you've got some wonderful credibility, Kellen. And for those who don't know, uh, Kellen has endured a lot and come out the other side of it pretty darn well. And uh, you should be very proud of the man that you've evolved into. And for people that, that want to get to know Kellen more, uh, you'll be able to, to reach out through his details will be available in the show notes below. I want, to, I want to do something really unusual. And I, I don't know why this came to me, Callum, but I, I, res, I really respect your ability to break down challenging situations. And this is a review that was left on Amazon for Steve's book written by Alan D. Thompson and, and Amy Thompson. Just for the record, it's had 239 ratings so far at a, uh, an average of 4.8 out of 5, which is which is. Probably better than the Bible, I think. But there's one 
one star rating. And I just want to read this to you. And I want us, I want to invite you to dissect what's going on in this person's life. Would you entertain that at all? Uh, read it to me and then we'll see. <laughs> so I won't, I won't, they've actually put their name, but I'm not going to read it out. Um, I am looking for a coaching book that will teach me how to inspire others to greatness. This wasn't it. It talked a lot about Steve and how great he is. I don't doubt it. But his greatness doesn't help me unless he can teach me how to learn the skills he learned and then how to share them with others. Perhaps it is coming in the later stages of the book, but not yet. And I'm more than halfway through. I rejoice in the greatness of Steve and how much he helped his clients. But this book doesn't help me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but I just... <laughs> the halfway through, I didn't realize the halfway through and they've left a review. What do you make of that? Well, the first thing I want to do is lovingly assure all the readers that her name is Amy Hardison, not Amy Thompson. <laughs> oh, did I say Amy Thompson? Yes. Sorry, there's a scandal that's broken out. And yes. <laughs> yes. We'll, de we'll de-scandalize that. Anyway. No, no, no. I just thought it would be funny. I love him. I love this person who wrote that dearly. My, the first thought that I have is I want to just hug them and love them. It is very common for us, especially in our download and double-click universe, to look for something that's going to tell us how to be and then make it so that we can just do that. Okay? And this is sounds, I don't know this person, so I don't know, but this sounds like someone who comes to me and wants a formula for making more money. Do this and this and this, and then I'll, you'll be able to make as much money as you do, Kellen, or as XYZ does. And, and, those formula books don't exist. Oh, they exist. There's millions of them. But the thing is, is they're the formula. Even if someone shares everything they have done, they're the formula that worked for this individual. And if there's anything that's an eternal truth, it's that every one of us is completely unique. I looked up once on online the number of DNA combinations that there is, given the nature of our DNA structure. And the number's so big, it's effectively infinite. When you combine that with the fact that we also have a spiritual side that is also of an infinite scope, and you combine that with the nuances of experience that each of our lives have brought to us, both before we came here and here, you know, that's infinity cubed. So to say each one of us is unique is, is this person's looking for a foolproof way to not have to work. They're looking for a way to mindlessly execute ABC, and the point of the book is to help us each understand that those choices rest solely and in a sovereign way with us. So it appears that that person could be looking for an external solution. They're looking for someone over there to give me something I can bring on my kitchen table and hire someone to do for me. It's like in the 60s all the bands that were going to the record label saying, make me a rock star. And I have people that come and do that. Okay, okay, make me a rock star. And the whole point of the book and the experience of all the people is, we can't. You, if you're going to be a rock star, it's to work on you. And the other point I would make also with the deepest of love and laughter and joy and holding that person in the highest regard is that they, if they haven't seen how to be a coach in the first half of the book, they, they, they are at liberty to close it. 
and wait a month and then start over. Or wait until, not they don't have to wait, to ask themselves why so many people have discovered such value and alone or in significant minority have a set of glasses on that prevents them viewing that. It's like going to a movie with, you know, two patches over your eye and wondering why you're not enjoying it. So I love, I love them. I, my heart aches for them because that means that they're looking for something. It's like me, my relationship with the divine. It used to be my playbook. If, if this and this and this doesn't happen in this and this time frame, either God's dumb, dead, or I'm stupid or not doing anything right. And I knew God wasn't dumb or dead, so it always came, I'm stupid and doing everything wrong. And the truth is, I don't have the right playbook. I don't have the right perspective. And so my best move is to throw that playbook away and lean into the truth and joy and boundless excitement of living each day in the unknown and trusting the designer in every instance. Alan, I've got an idea. Only one. <laughs> <laughs> so for those that who don't know, the, the, the word docs in the, in the English uh, dictionary means to search for and publish private or identifying information about a particular individual on the internet, typically with malicious intent. What about we do a reverse docs? Now, I'm not going to share this lady's name, but what about this for an idea? What about this woman, if you search on Amazon.com the, the reviews, there's only one review with the one star. It has her name. I was able to quickly check this woman exists on Facebook. What about if we were all, for whoever listens to this podcast, we were to send a message through Facebook Messenger saying, you are loved or something along those lines. Now, this podcast is, is on track to become very popular <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm overstepping the boundaries here, but the reverse docs. Can you imagine receiving a 1,000 or 10,000 messages on Facebook saying, no, you are loved? I don't know. Uh, yes, I, 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 yes, I can imagine it. In the context of how this individual lives their life, since I don't know anything, if I were going to do that, if I participated in this thing, and I, say, I would look her up and based on what I saw on the wall and everywhere else I found, I wouldn't just say you are loved. I, I would lean into the truth and most powerful expression of genuine love that I could think of that would address whatever struggles, pain, hidden stuff, and so that the sincerity and truth of the expression could not be doubted unless this individual chose to do that because they're free to choose that, like creating a person any way you want. So if I were going to do that, that's what I'd do. I would mean it, I would look it up, and I would love the daylights out of her, just because, I, you know what? I don't need your permission to love you. <laughs> I don't need you to agree. I can love somebody without their consent. <laughs> Amen. The, the way in which he wrote it was not of malicious, really. It, it didn't come across that way at all. And I, wouldn't it be wonderful to, uh, for her to have an experience where she really got to receive the beautiful you know, being that is this whole experience, the ultimate coach, Steve Hardison, and 
You know, you know, it's fun. Everybody would do what I just said and they would see however they saw in their own way and understand it. So she would receive hundreds or thousands of expressions of everybody's story, right? It's like in the book where Byron Katie says, I love the story I have of you, Steve. And Steve says, I love the story I have of you. Talking to Byron when she's talk, having a, when they're having a combo. We have a story and we would see that in any way we knew in every conversation. My business plan, you know, it's on the wall. It says, I never look for clients. I look for people to love, opportunities to serve, and problems to solve. And I mean that in that order because I don't need anybody's permission to love. And we don't need any, she doesn't, nobody needs permission to love this lady in whatever effort, sincere struggle she's going through. If we're going to serve somebody, we need to know a little bit about them so that we don't bring a gluten intolerant person a bowl of pasta, right? And if I'm really going to solve a problem, then I need to know enough so that we can do something meaningful. So that's why it's structured the way it is. And that's how it would be. Yeah, it would be tremendous for everybody to do that and interpret with pure love and guidance. Because she was created by the same divine. She has gifts and talents. She has a desire to serve and bless the lives of others because we all do. I think, I think you're onto something, Kellen. I, I think this is, uh, I'll leave this in the very capable hands of the listener. If you choose to go through that process to send maybe even what your positive experience with Steve Hardison would be, I think that could be a really fun thing to think about. Um, I don't know where these thoughts come from, Kellen, but they're fun to think about. And I, you know, I played cricket at Melbourne University for a good chunk of my adult life. And I was indoctrinated as a life member there last year before I left. And, you know, there's, there's a, a people there that were able to witness my journey of transformation over the last seven years and giving up drinking and drugs and gambling and flandering and the other stuff. And there was an, an initiative that was brought in at one time where we all wrote three things that we loved about our fellow player. And we, there's three players out of us. There was 50 players in the club, give or take. And every Tuesday for a few months, uh, an envelope would be handed out with your name on it. And it had all of your teammates. And there's 11 or 12 players in a cricket team, 11 that play on the field. So you'd get an envelope with 11 or 12 of these statements of why you were appreciated and loved. And I've got to say, like, it was one of the more humbling, remarkable experiences of my life. So I can only imagine it would ever be a good thing to receive uh, this, this unrequited love because it's fun to receive it when it is requited. So we'll leave that with our very, very intelligent audience to, uh, to follow up on. Kellen, what is something that has happened in your life as a result of knowing or being around Steve or experiencing something he's done that completely knocked you for six, which is a terminology they use in cricket, which means it's hit out of the park like a home run. The first thing that comes to mind. I, 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 I don't know, so I'm going to say one. The first thing that comes to mind, and I think the stumbling is that we're, you know, that completely floored me. I'll just say as something that was really impressive, before I actually had the opportunity to, to talk to Steve Hardison face-to-face, -face, I met him vicariously through Steve Chandler, who as a client was with, has been with Steve for, you know, 25 plus years and features prominently in who Chandler is. And I love Steve Chandler. I was in his ACS for a bunch of years. 
and met many people through that experience. And so something that is a result of that butterfly effect is to witness it unfold in the presence, in the teachings, and in the love and learning from Steve Chandler. And that was evident in Steve's books, Chandler's books, and his teaching. And it made me curious. And it, it illustrated the vicarious and ripple effect power that is so prominent in Hardison's teachings. One of the things, one, a book that I was introduced to because of Hardison is The Way of Mastery. I hadn't read that before. And I've read it a bunch of times now because it's been at several years, but understanding that book and the ripple effect there. So seeing the long-lasting and profound effect that is then passed on generationally, I don't mean offspring generations, but generationally in terms of attendees at the school and so forth, of, Chan of Hardison's effect on Chandler, and I'm using last names because they're both Steve's, um, was heartwarming, was profound, was meaningful, and then made me reflect on generational effects of parents and children, generational effects and coaches and clients, and so forth. So seeing the, the embodiment of that effect was, was profound for me. Alan, where can people find you? <laughs> Anywhere they want. When you have a name like Kellen Flukiger, you can't hide. Like when I went to get my website, there was no competition. It was $2, right? I didn't have to go buy it off, to, off of highpricedomains.com. Uh, there are two Kellen Flukigers out of 8 billion people, and the other one is my oldest son. Um, so on Amazon, I've written a whole bunch of books, including Meeting God at the Door, which is a book documenting my near-death experience on YouTube. It, have, it was a death experience. Okay, that? documenting dying <laughs> and then being allowed to choose to return to life uh, with a mission and purpose and clarity and lots of instructions. Um, on YouTube, I have a channel with hundreds of videos. Facebook, I'm very active. LinkedIn, anywhere you want. All you, there, there's one requirement. You do have to spell my name right. So anybody that says they can't find Kellen Flukiger is either not trying or they're spelling my name wrong. And my previous executive career, I mean, there's 10,000 plus hits on Google dating back to the things I did in that universe, which included stuff like testifying before Congress and my congressional testimony is still up there and my involvement in the Enron debacle and collapse in 2000 and all that crap is in there. So I'm very findable. And anyone that wants to chat, all they have to do is ask through one of those various media, you know, connect and ask. And then we'll see what to do after that. K-E-L-L-A-N-F-L-U-C-K-I-G-E-R, baby. Kellen, do you have any concluding thoughts for our audience today? Yeah, I do. Anyone can hear anything or see anything and interpret it the way they want to. My deepest and most love-filled invitation is anything about Laban or me or especially Steve Hardison or Chandler because he was mentioned too and anyone else that you hear or see and you take it into your being and consciousness intentionally choose to interpret it in the most empowering 
uplifting, blessing way and discard all thoughts to interpret it in a disempowering, out of reach, not for me, I can't do that, or any of those other stories. Don't do that. Instead, choose to hear it in the most loving, lifting, blessing way possible and dive into the, the stuff, all of it, like the proverbial kid in the pile of horse poop, because I can guarantee there are many ponies in there for you, and you'll find one that is just suited to your place, that challenges your thinking, that is colored in the most magnificent way, and that will let you embrace it and mount your uh, steed, as it were, and ride off into your beautiful, created future. Ladies and gentlemen, Challen Flukiger. Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, we invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach Book, and more. Simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be you.